Welcome to the official podcast of the Entrepreneur Summit. These are events that teach you strategies from the experts, lessons learned from the trenches, and connections to take your business to the next level. Welcome to another episode of season three of the Entrepreneur Summit podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Smith, and we are so excited to be back for our third year. Once again, we'll be in Frisco, Texas, and this year we are moving to a two-day event on June 18th and 19th. Now, what's unique about this is you can come for one day or you can come for two days, however you'd like to buy your ticket. We have a one-day option, a two-day option, and a VIP option that gets you into the VIP happy hour in addition to the two-day event. So you can see our entire lineup get your tickets, use code GUEST, G-U-E-S-T, for 20% off, all over at eSummitEvents.com, eSummitEvents.com. Before we get into this episode, I want to first thank our sponsors. First, we have IKEA, and IKEA in Frisco is right next to our venue over at the uh, convention center in Frisco, and they are it's a beautiful facility. They're all about helping business owners with their spaces. So whether you are a solo person with your uh, home office, they will help you redesign that entire thing. Or if you've got an office building that you need some help with with design, utilize their design center because I'm telling you, they are amazing. So check them out. Of course, ikea.com and then specifically to the Frisco one just off 121 and the tollway. We also are welcoming, once again, for the third year in a row, the Frisco EDC. Frisco is a suburb of Dallas, if you don't know about it, and is literally one of the fastest growing cities in America and has has just been voted the best place to start a small business. So it kind of worked out perfectly that we uh, launched our Entrepreneur Summit here and we continue to be here. So the Frisco Economic Development Center is an incredible organization bringing great companies here to Frisco. If you're thinking about starting a business, if you've got a business, you need a great place to build it. I'm telling you, I'm not sure there's a better place to do that than Frisco, Texas. Our other sponsor we want to thank is Salesforce. Salesforce has an incredible suite of products for small businesses. They'll be at this year's summit in addition to helping business owners learn how to utilize some of these amazing tools to streamline set some processes in, save some time, save some money. They'll be here to help you do just that. So check them out over at salesforce.com. And again, you'll be able to meet them on June 18th and 19th at the summit. So go get your tickets now. Hurry up. EastSummitEvents.com. Again, use code guest. And uh, here is our next episode of the podcast. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Summit Podcast. We're in season three. Our event is June 18th and 19th, eSummitEvents.com to grab your tickets. Hopefully we'll see you there. I have another one of my amazing speakers, Megan McMullen of Meet Edgar. And I love this topic. I love this talk because I think, you know, I think we can grow a business so easily with social media. I love it, but it's one of those things that we can, um, get very stuck on social media and be there all day. You've got to have that balance of automation and meet Edgar is all about automation. So we're going to talk about that fine line. So, um, I know maybe you're going to have a lot of tips and tricks and we're going to be talking a lot about that. Can you give just some general overviews? I know you said you're going to talk about some marketing campaigns, some things that work really well when it comes to that combination. Can you talk about some things that you've seen with your customers 
of that fine line? Like, how do you develop the automation side, but that personal side too, where it's not just auto, auto, auto? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having us on here. Me, Edgar, was really developed out of this idea based upon exactly what you were saying, Erin. We have so many competing things going on in our business that if we don't automate and systemize our social media, it is so easy for that to go to the wayside. But at the same time, social media marketing isn't something that we just want to have go out with this um, kind of set it and forget it links. You create so much awesome content, add so much value to your um, followers days with social media that if you're scheduling out and have something consistent going out to your followers that they can count on, it's really going to help you develop your brand quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I was saying, Edgar was developed by our founder, Laura, out of this um, idea that she had her own social media business that was an educational business. And she was finding social media was such a time suck for herself. So this tool was basically created for her to stay on track with her social media. Um, but what really helps within utilizing automation is automate for engagement. So one of the strongest things you can do here is do things like share your evergreen blog posts, share your tips, share that with questions along with those tips and with those blog posts you're sharing to spark conversation. Um, anything on social media, thinking about what people are doing there. It's to escape their day. It's to connect with friends and family. So the more you can make your brand voice sound like that, the more you can talk to people through your posts while providing them value, the more likely it is you'll see that success and you'll get those followers really wanting to become a part of your brand and really becoming a part of your marketing team in that sense, creating the share-worthy content for them, getting it out to them on a consistent basis um, is an awesome, awesome start. Okay. Can we talk a little bit about share worthy content though? Cause I think I like, like you said, questions that are prompting. Um, I know I've heard and, and use this, you know, obviously funny, you know, entertaining stuff is, is great to share. Um, knowledge too. People really want to look like they're really knowledgeable about us. So if you're offering that, can you offer some other tips on what you found to be really great shareable type content? Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head with the fact that shareworthy content is stuff that's going to make you the person who's sharing it come across as so important, as helpful in themselves, as someone who's keeping up within their industry. Um, so anything you can do to make sure that things you're doing, like even sharing um, job post opportunities you have, that is such shareworthy content because people want to be really helpful to their own network. So they'll share that out. It'll get your brand name out there to their own network. Um, as you mentioned, inspirational content is so huge. So thinking about even if you can bring a smile to someone's face with making sure that you're having that motivational Monday quote go out every day, getting them ready for the week, getting them excited, that'll spark people to share your content with their community too. If it speaks to them, if it's something relatable that they want to really make sure um, their own followers are also navigating towards. Um, other things that work so well is behind the scenes content. People really want to feel like they're a part of your tribe. They're getting something that other people aren't necessarily gaining without being a follower of your Twitter or your Facebook groups and pages. Um, so doing things like sharing the lessons that you've learned from your business, sharing your failures, sharing that behind the scenes content to give them that kind of leg up and to gain the knowledge that you have. Um, as well as doing things, you know, one of our favorite posts is something about sharing a tip from one of our teammates and her birthday celebration, just putting a picture of her giving that kind of person to person interaction. 
Um, so that shareworthy content, again, is anything that's going to bring a, an emotional appeal to someone, whether it's creating a knowledge base with your blog posts, whether it's sparking that really good feeling off of a funny meme. Um, if they're laughing at that post associated with your brand, when your brand comes up in their mind in the future, they'll have that awesome um, emotional connection and that happiness along with that post. Um, so share worthy content. Absolutely. Adding value, adding value can be anything emotional. It can be anything tip worthy, anything that'll lead to someone's day saying, huh, I want my community to also gain this awesome knowledge. I love it. And it's just really about a lot of times I think we put this pressure on us to be share worthy or, you know, everybody's going for the viral, right? Like this Absolutely. pressure to be viral, but it's like, just what, what aligns with your business? What does your customer want to know? Can we talk about the balance? Because obviously you can't just, like you put some automation out there with some questions or some great stuff and then you can't go away for five days, right? And just, you know, cause somebody's responding to you and you're gone. What's, do you guys have a formula or a ratio? Like how often you should be jumping into your social to be the live person or have somebody going in to be the live person um, versus just sitting back and letting that automation happen. Yeah, absolutely. So people want to have that connection with your brand and they want to talk to you. Um, so something we do here at Meet Edgar with our app is you're actually able to schedule posts based on a category-based system. Um, so if something happens where you do go on vacation and you know you're not going to be able to jump in and engage with your followers, you could take that questions category off of your schedule and still mm -hmm. have Edgar automate and send out those valuable blog posts that are still going to get that um, those updates out there um, or pass it along to one of your team members to be able to respond. Um, you know, here at Edgar, we do spend about 15 minutes a day um, taking it aside and actually engaging on social media, talking to our Twitter community, thanking people when they reshare or retweet one of our blog posts, um, stuff like that. So uh, definitely spending, you know, two hours a week, maybe loading up your Edgar library, 15 minutes a day responding to people, having that sort of scheduled out and realizing social media can be a part of your business strategy and you'll see those awesome success rates go forward. Um, other things with ratios that we like to always say is um, it's going to be different for everyone's audience. Of course, you have to get to know right. your own audience. Um, but for every maybe four posts you send out, three of those should be value add posts. So mm. nothing in there should be promotional. Nothing in there should be asking people to sign up for your product. It should be providing so much value to people that you've earned the right then to promote with that fourth post. Um, so it's sort of that fundraiser model that you're giving, 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 and then you earn the right to actually ask someone to come in and to be a part of your community by um, buying your SaaS product, getting a, that great e-commerce product that you do have out there. I like it. Um, let's talk about Twitter. I warned you about this before the phone call. <laughs> Twitter's Twitter. kicking my butt. Twitter <laughs> is, so it used to be, I love Twitter because especially using me, Edgar, and that's how, um, you know, you guys are going to be, I've been a customer of yours forever. I loved it because I could load up my library. I'd load up new posts. They'd recycle. It was a beautiful thing. Well, I can see why Twitter did it. For those who don't know, they changed their terms of services where if a post goes out once, you can't reuse it. They like, you can't do it. So gone are those days of building the library and letting it ride. So I feel like right now, because for Twitter, you want to be out there a lot, right? I feel like my whole job could be just doing tweets at this point because it's just, it's getting exhausting where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I got to come up with another tweet about the same topic. So how are people getting around this? How are they doing this? Because right now, like I said, in order to be on Twitter, I feel like I have to 
um, hire about five full-time people <laughs> to keep up with content and keep up with that. I'm curious because I know it's been a, you know, it's got to be a big thing for, for me, Edgar, too, with that change. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the biggest things that we like to always remind people on on social media, it is a free platform that we get the right to use in order to market our brand. So when they make these terms of services, um, it's really great to be in that mindset saying, you know, hey, we're going to roll with this, we're going to change our strategy, because what Twitter is actually doing with this is creating a space where they want it to be more authentic for both the brands as well as the end users. So that's the first thing that I really like to keep in top of mind is that what's good for Twitter is they're saying the same tweet cannot go out to your Twitter account more than once. That is going to be because they want to be able to serve up this community that people are talking and engaging and seeing tweets that are actually meaningful. Um, I agree. (laughs) I get why they did it. It still stinks. It does. Keep going. Sorry. No, no worries at all. Uh, So that's the first thing I like to always keep in mind with people is that Twitter's doing this because they want to keep people within their application. They want their application to succeed. So it's nothing that they're doing maliciously to us marketers. Um, It is going to create a little bit more work, but hopefully also make sure your Twitter community is gaining more value. Um, so something we're doing here at AppMeEdgar to help out with that is we were actually creating a feature in order for you to add in variations to your evergreen content. So just because you can't share the same link does not mean we don't want you to continue to promote your evergreen blog posts to get more value out of every post you're uh, getting out there. Um, as Aaron mentioned, the rules of Twitter are uh, the Twitter account social media is such a fast moving platform. Um, with statistics like mm-hmm. uh, the half-life of a tweet is only about 24 minutes these days. It's insane to think about how few of your followers are seeing your content. So definitely don't get discouraged that you can't reshare those blog posts. You can't reshare those tips. Mm-hmm. Um, and within Edgar, how we're actually responding to this is we're allowing you to add that same blog post link to your library status update. Within that, we'll give you however many lines you want in order to vary what you're saying before or after the link. Um, Mm. So you can do something like ask a question before that link. Um, If you write a bunch of headlines as you're starting to brainstorm headlines for a blog post, save that hard work you've done to find the perfect one and reutilize all of the brainstorming you did there to put a different headline. You never know what is going to actually spark or speak to someone else, um, depending upon what they read with with that headline and blog post link. Um, Pull out pull quotes from the blog post. Put a sentence and a tip right within the tweet. Um, as it's going out to. And that already right there is three different variations, but you're still getting to get that awesome content of resharing your blog link, sending people over to your site, and really giving them that value they deserve once they get there. I like it. I like those different ideas. Um, What would you say that the most important, you know, we're looking, we're talking stats. We want to see what's working really well. We want to see, you know, as we're looking at things, what's resonating, what's not, what are, would you say are your top two to three stats you're looking at on your social that people should be paying attention to when it comes to really determining what's, what's great, you know, reach can be great, but if nobody's engaging, is it, you know what I'm saying? So what are some of those top things that people should be looking at as they figure out really what's, what's hitting well? Yeah, absolutely. You nailed it there. Reach is awesome. We definitely want to keep an eye on that. But engagement is what we're going to really want to look for. So if you utilize things like your um, Facebook insights or your Twitter analytics, they actually make this so simple that it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. I myself am not a numbers girl, and I was a little intimidated by it going in there. 
Um, but the awesome thing about Facebook Insights is that they actually graph out with little visual lines. Um, so when you go and you look at your post successes within Facebook, they'll have a line that lets you know this is the amount of people it reached and this is the amount of engagement it got. So if that orange line for engagement is really long, that is an indicator that you just keep on doing things like that, whether it's an inspirational quote, whether it's something that um, was a blog post related to uh, small businesses or anything that spoke to your followers in a way they felt compelled to engage and share. Um, that orange line is saying, do more of this type of content. If that orange line is shorter, maybe not so much. Um, and with Facebook specifically, one of my favorite things to also bring up is sometimes it is a pay-to-play space these days, but your organic posting can actually inform which of those posts you should be putting a little bit of money into. Um, and when it's I say pay-to-play, it is not a lot of money. You know, you can put as little as $5 behind that. Um, and your insights are actually going to be a great place to inform which of those posts you should be putting money into. Um, so what we like to do is say one of our posts got a ton of engagement. That line for engagement is so long, but the reach wasn't that long. Let's take that post, put $5 behind it, and boost it to get it out to more and more followers, more lookalike audiences, stuff like that. Um, and this can be a huge uh, analytical point to check in on to really help you make sure that the posts that are working well are seen by more and more people. Um, Within insights and within analytics on Twitter too, something that we like to look at a lot that is sometimes overlooked is the demographic section of each of these. Mm. Um, there is so much interesting knowledge in there telling you who your followers are, whether they're CEOs, whether they're, um, whether they're lower level employees. And it even goes so far as to tell you what kind of sports they like, what television they like. And so Creepy, use all of yeah. that information, <laughs> absolutely, um, use all of that information to start informing your posts and start having that relatability show up in everything you post onto social media. Because that's what it's all about these days, guys, is it's getting in there and showing people, hey, we're a relatable company. Every post we're sending out there is really leading towards you know, liking and trusting our brand. Um, so utilizing things like your Facebook insights and Twitter analytics to make sure that every post you're putting out there has a little nugget in there that people can relate to goes a long, long way. I love it. All right. We can't give any more away because you've got so many great stuff. Uh, we got to ah. save some for the event. Uh, Megan, thank you so much. I'm so excited to officially meet you in uh, June, June 18th is when I'll get to see you. So if somebody wanted to learn more, where can they go about uh, Meet Edgar? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, www.meetedgar.com is going to be a great place. We do a lot of free demos and stuff as well. So if you ever wanted to see the behind the scenes to make sure it's the right tool for your business, um, definitely email support at meetedgar.com and we can always meet on a screen share to go over stuff. Um, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook. Our handle is at meetedgar there um, and we'd love to connect in any way. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Make sure uh, Megan will be there at for the June 18th for the breakout session. So you got to get your two-day ticket in order to see her. Mm -hmm. eSummitEvents.com. Megan, thank you so much. It was great to uh, meet you here and we'll get to meet you in person in just a few more weeks. Yeah, my pleasure. Awesome meeting you too. Have a great day, Erin. You too.